Thanks be to God. Amen. Greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, say the visitors, the angels, <laughs> and uh, as we're here, a few people, only a few people, number maybe with my hands, but the Lord is here. Amen. As the prayer was addressed in the office and also here, that whatever two or three are gathered in his name is here. Amen. Thank God for that. And uh, um, thank you, instrumentalist. <laughs> Bless you. I think that's all be the singing. Um, just want to greet also those who are online and also those who are streaming. Those who are connected, by the way, over the phone, may God bless you richly. Believe that where you are, the Lord is also there, he's omnipresent, and he knows the situation, he knows all that we are going through, but in all things, God is in control, amen? amen. So just go to the word of God this morning. I will say before going to the word of God, I will say that uh, I miss the old time. <laughs> Miss the old time we used to fellowship all together as a whole congregation, and uh, I just want to say maybe maybe didn't see how much we appreciated that until maybe we start missing it. Uh, miss the specials, I miss the, the young people singing, the choir singing, all the music, the, the trumpet, and all things, and everybody, and all just oh. <laughs> But we pray that if it's not on this side, we'll meet on the other side. Amen? Amen. So God is in control. Amen. Let's pray together. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you once again for this opportunity, Lord, to be gathered around the revealed word of the hour. Father, we are one in one unity with you. Father, we are not joining a church. We have been born into the body. Father, we are in one spirit, in one accord. Father, we love you for the word of God that is that has revealed to us, Lord, who we are. It has already, Father, prophesied about the things and the situation that we can go through. But, Father, your word has already had the solution for that. Father, we love you, Lord, for your, your, your faithfulness. You are the faithful one. You are the amen. You are the one, Father, who has the, the last word for every situation. Even the needs that were brought up, Lord, this morning, Father, we believe that you will meet each need, God. You are still the healer. You are still the provider. You are still the one who gives peace. You are the one, Father, we can make, oh, Father, out of, uh, out of the situation where within we can look at it and see that it's impossible, but you can make it possible, Father. Lord, we glorify your name. We thank you. Father, we want also to, our heart to be prepared to receive the word you put, oh, Father, you put in my heart to deliver. May you put the man aside. May the Holy Spirit come, Father, and speak to our heart. The Bible says, Lord, you stir our heart by the way of remembrance. Father, remember, we want, Lord, the Holy Spirit to remind us, Father, of the things that we have been taught. We want the anointing to be speaking, not a man speaking, but the anointing speaking and teaching, Father. May the inner teacher, Father, continue to speak to the heart of the people. Father, as the prophet, when he was talking, sometimes says, I'll just go to the surface of it, but let the Holy Spirit himself go and speak to each heart, Father, to make the word of God real in each heart. 
Father, we pray that you will do so. We love you and thank you. We glorify your name and we commit everything to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Visit each house, Father. Now, Lord, in each heart we believe it is the church. Let your presence be in each house, Father. And may the Holy Spirit have the full control. May the kids be, Father, Lord, quiet as the parents are listening. May, Father, Lord, the Holy Spirit take the full control in every situation. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, I'll invite you to go to two scriptures, and uh, I'll continue the subject what I spoke last Sunday on Second uh, Peter chapter one. But first, uh, I'll, st- I'll start with Luke, Luke chapter one. Hopefully, I got it right. No, it should be Luke eighteen. one, but it should be Luke eighteen. Luke 18, just in order to save time, I will read the 7 and the 9, 7 to 9. It says, and, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, Shall he find faith on the earth? And verse 9, And he spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Then we can go to Second Peter. Chapter 1. As time we focused on the verse 3, says, which says, According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. We can jump to verse 8. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his his old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Amen. May God bless his word and give us the context. You can have your seat. For you are here and uh, those who are in the house. It's good to be a Christian. Amen? Amen? It's good to be a Christian. And in times like this, that's when we even see how important, how, how privileged we are to be Christians. Because we, what we, was happening if we didn't have a place of refuge, if we have a place where we can let off the pressure, we don't know what we will be. Amen. But thank, thank you with God. Praise be to God that has given a place where we can find our refuge, when we can come and resource and find strength to move on. 
If what is happening, only a person who is blind will not see that what is happening is the signs of the end time. As we see what is happening, we can realize that those things are just showing that we are really at the end time. When these things begin to happen, the Bible gives us as a warning, look up, lift up your head, because your redemption draws nigh. Amen. I will say, I will tell to you, I will say you, I'll tell you that I'm looking forward to go home. <laughs> this place is becoming more and more best house. So I don't want to find to stay here. I don't find find my comfort here. I want to go home. <laughs> I want to be there with my father forever. Amen. And we know that as we see all these things, we understand that the whole creation creation is groaning and traveling, is groaning and traveling, not only, not only the earth, but also ourselves. I will say we are groaning and traveling because we want to go home. As the pressure goes on more, we realize, Lord, I want to be with you. I want to be hidden in you, in your pavilion forever. The prophet was just reading this. The prophet was saying somewhere, and uh, I just thought that was a very good thing. He says, letting off the pressure, he says, is a rock in a hairy land, a shelter in the time of storm. I think that's what's happening this morning. You know, the world is built up under pressure. Everything is going at the breakneck speed, and they don't know what they are going. They go down the road at 90 miles an hour to stop at seven and drink two hours for the, before they go home. It just seems to be a pressure, such a pressure, everybody irritable, pushing, shoving. I just wonder what the cure is. It's just a built-up pressure, the age where we are living in, a neurotic age where people don't know what to do, where they are going, and the doctors don't have the answer for it because the psychiatrist is being doctored by the psychiatrist, and they don't have the answer. But there is some answer surely somewhere, and we could deal on it for hours, but I, just think, I was just thinking that God has the answer. In this time of pressure, God still has the answer. Amen. And it goes on another message, letting off the pressure says, even Christians, it's bothering them. See, some of them all pressure up and snap you off. Enough temper all built up like they're going to blow up. Let me tell you, even being at home, we can be at home and each person a different home, but still pressure is building up. Being at home, if you don't have a place where you can find time to meditate, find to pray, time to stay in the atmosphere, that pressure is building up. Amen. It's not letting anybody, even the Christians, if they don't stay in that channel, they are being pressured. But we thank God for giving us the answer. Amen. What's the matter? It says there's something wrong that shouldn't be. Temper comes from Satan. Everybody is under pressure, though. Because I don't believe this group here, you know, these meetings, I'm talking about the meeting that's going on, but I thought, you know, that kind of borders all groups' pressure. If Satan can once get you under pressure, he's about got you whipped. That's right, so much pressure. People are doing things wrong and trying to hide from it. Well, the only thing that does it build up more pressure, it just builds up more pressure. But we thank God for giving us the answer. Remember what my one brother shared with me, uh, shared with me, shared with me the, the word of God, scripture, the word of God. My older brother, I think it was so good. He's talking about it in Numbers, Numbers 31. 
48, 49 says, And the officer which were over thousands of the host, the captain of thousands and captains of hundreds, came near unto Moses, and they said unto Moses, The servant have taken the sum of the men of war which are under our charge, and they lacketh no one, no man of us. I believe once these things pass over, we'll be numbering everybody and we'll realize none of us is missing because the Lord is on our side. Amen. We shouldn't allow that pressure to build up. Because God has already given us the answer. In Isaiah 30, 30, 15, it's not my main subject where I will go, but I thought it was good to share with this a little bit before I go into my subject this morning. For thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall he be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength, and you would not. Amen. That's why we have to be just quiet and confident in God. Lord, I trust in you. I know you have everything under control. You are still the master of all circumstances. Amen. Amen. I know. I'd like to give the title this morning. Will he find faith? When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith? Was the question that was asked there, that you read in Luke 18. When he comes, shall he find faith? We can all have this testimony as we know, as believers, those who are here and those who are in their homes, if you can, were able to stream in, if you're a believer. So, we know that we not what we we are not what we used to be. Yeah. There is something that has happened. We have changed from what we used to be. God has done something in our life. We are not what we used to be. His people knew us when we still were in the world. They have seen a difference happening. They have seen that there is a change. They have seen that God has worked in our lives. We are not what we used to be. Amen. Yeah. But there is we have to recognize as well that we are not yet what we had to be. We are not yet what we should be. We are not yet what we ought to be. Amen. God is still working on us. God is still working on us. God is still bringing us into perfection. But how are we getting into perfection? God has already provided what we need to come to that perfection. He has already given us the blood. He has already given us the bleeding word. He has already given us the word of God to purify us. He has already given us the word of God to change us, to mold us. And let me say this morning, I just want to emphasize on something that we have heard many times, but maybe we have not heard it. I heard it in a time and a situation that we are going into through is to find out God I needs more of your faith in all the matters in all the situation God I want more of your faith I want to grow in a deeper to the point where you can see that I have the faith of the son of God I have the faith of the son of man amen because we want to be like him we want to be like Jesus we sing so often we want to be like Jesus what is to be like Jesus is not to put something that we manufacture ourselves we want to have the character of Jesus Christ we want to have the love of Jesus Christ we want to have the peace of Jesus Christ we want to have all the attributes of Jesus Christ as Galatians 5 tells us about the fruit of the Holy Spirit Galatians is not talking I always marvel at that scripture it's 
He's not talking about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. He's talking about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Single. Then he's numbering many things from that single fruit. What is the fruit of the Spirit? Is the person of Jesus Christ himself creating those characteristics inside of the human being. Inside of a believer. We don't want to manufacture anything. We want the, we want the reality of Jesus Christ himself to be expressed. Amen. We want the gentleness of Jesus Christ. We want the long-suffering, the goodness, the temperance, the faith. Amen. We want to live in the Spirit and walk in the Spirit. We don't want to manufacture none of these things. As the prophet will call that many times and will say also in one thing, says, what you know, it's not the person asking if you become a believer. It's not the thing or to see if you, if you can quit these things, you can leave these things, you can leave these things. If in your heart there is still a desire for those things, you are missing the point. The point is not quitting the things and still have the desire for that thing. The thing, the point where we have the, the where the level where we have to reach is that desire for that thing has to die completely. Because when Jesus Christ washes us, He's not only covering us, but He's removing the desire and the consciousness of sin. Amen. Amen. That's why the first thing that we have to go through is the new birth, is to be born again. You've got to be changed. When you are changed, you become a new creation. Now you are getting the prophet says, you become a new creation. Now you don't have to worry about the feathers. It will take care of itself when you are born again. Amen. You say that, I like the example that gives here in the, in, the, in the statue of the perfect man. You can scrub, you can scrub a pig, a hog. You can scrub him and put a tuxedo suit right on him and turn him out. He will go right away into the mud hole because his nature has not changed yet. Why? Because he still desires the same thing that he, his nature is still liking. He still, his, de, his nature still loves the things of the world. You've got to change his nature and the rest of it will take care of itself. Yeah, yeah. So what is changing the thing is the word of God is going to change that thing and the rest will take care of itself. Because if you don't have faith enough to believe for your sick body, how are you going to have faith enough for the rapture? I believe even maybe in the situation that we're going through, it's to remind us that God is still the healer. It's to remind us that even divine healing is still part of the promise of God. The fact that we believe in the unveiling of the word of God, it includes the divine healing. It includes all the promises for our salvation. It includes all things that we need until we come to the perfection. As I spoke last time, divine power has given us unto us all things pertaining to life. All things pertaining to godliness. Amen. 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 In this question that I'm asking this morning, Jesus never questions when he came back. Would he find respect? He never questions whether he will find saints. He never questions whether he'll find righteousness. But what Jesus questions was, will I find faith when I come back? The faith, why is he asking that question? Because the faith holds the key. The key is the scripture and Christ is the door. 
So faith takes the little hinges of the scriptures and unlocks the glories and good of God out to his people. It's faith that holds the key that unlocks Christ to the people, unlocks and reveals it. Maybe today, this morning, I'll express it. Maybe I, I never, maybe I saw it before. I don't know. Maybe I've already said it before. But sometimes you read the same thing. It becomes just real to you before, more and more than, than, than how you thought about it. I believe that God has given us faith. Once you have the faith in the word of God, it unlocks everything out of that faith. It gives what the key there is to continue to have faith in the word of God. And everything that you have need of, once you continue professing your faith and the faith in the right thing, all the things that you have need of, it will be unlocked because of the faith you have in the right thing. And as we know, faith cannot be based on anything else but the word of God. That's why God has given us the perfect word in our time so that we can have rapturing faith. We couldn't have rapturing faith in other ages but in our time. How is that possible? Because God has given us the word of God that has needs the quality for the rapturing faith. And the believer who can have faith in that word will have rapturing faith. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So faith is the thing. If you don't find it, if you don't find that faith, you can't expect to find any other thing. That's why it's not asking for the other thing. It's only asking if you're going to find the thing that is going to unlock all the other things. Because once you have the faith, the other thing, you will have it. Yes, we need righteousness. Yes, we need sincerity. Yes, we need, we need, we, 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 we need all the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, we need godliness. Yes, we need all these things. But how are you going to obtain that? Keep feeding on the Word of God that contains the character characteristics inside of it. Amen. Amen. Now realize you, Jesus Christ is asking, that's why I asked you to read one verse before, one verse after. He's asking that question between two thoughts. The first thought is that woman who, who was asking to that, uh, to that judge, uh, what's the English word for that, uh, for that judge, Evil judge, French would say inique juge, so I just want to, but that unjust judge, for that unjust judge, he put the thought, the thought between that unjust judge and the other thought that's behind, right behind here, it's the thought of, of two people, one who's relying on his own righteousness and the one, the publican, who's coming with the right attitude, say, God, you know, I, I need more of you, I need more of you. Let me tell you this, as, as Jesus Christ put, maybe the word of God doesn't come just by chance. He, he has, I believe, he, he has a purpose why he put that between those two, two situations. It's more than just a parable. It's not that more just a, a, a history. It, it's about an attitude. An attitude, one attitude will say, you know, I've heard this before. I know what faith it is. I know what it is. You know, I, I can rely on my own righteousness. I can do certain things. I can do certain things. 
things. I pay my tithes. I do this. I do this. Some usually give examples. I go to church. Now we can't go to church. We, we stay at home. But what, what is now? What can you? What can you be? What can you be boasting about your your own life, your own righteousness? It's not about that. He's saying in you know, all these things. But do you have the right attitude? Do you have the right attitude when you are displaying those things? Amen. Do you have the faith that has unlocked that to provide to you the righteousness you think that you have? And on the other hand, I believe, it's the woman who was there. And Jesus Christ is, is giving us that advice. Some people can look, oh, you read the word of God, you see, oh, I, I cannot produce that. I cannot produce that. I cannot produce. It's too hard for me. I cannot walk this way. The word of God is recommending too many things. It becomes hard for me. It says, don't give up. Continue praying, continue praying, continue praying. As you continue staying in that atmosphere, how will the, the Father is going to provide to you? The prophet will give the interpretation of that God, the, the, of that scripture says, the Father will give you the Holy Ghost. If you ask him, he will give you the Holy Ghost. Don't say this is not for, for me. It is for you. It is for you because he has given you the word of truth. Amen. Why faith is so important? Because a man can't be pleasing to God without faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is. He is. Faith is the present tense. He is today. It's not only the past. He is today. In the situation that I'm going, the Jehovah of yesterday is the Jehovah today. Whatever I'm going through, he is. I believe that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I was reading the word of God and it struck to my heart once again. When Jesus was, when, when the Bible is saying, the one who's denied, who's the one who's denying that Jesus is Christ. I believe how many Christians can deny that Jesus is Christ? Whoever who believe in Christ, whatever thing is a Christian will always refer that Jesus is Christ. But are you saying it because you are just saying it? Or are you saying because it becomes a revelation? Jesus is Christ. Is he Christ to you? Is it a personal revelation to you? Is Jesus Christ of yesterday? Is he Jesus Christ for you today? The one who comes to him has to believe that he is. Amen. And he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Faith is the approach to God. Faith is revelation. The importance of revelation by the Spirit to a true believer can never be overemphasized. Amen. Revelation means more to us than maybe perhaps how we can realize it. Because revelation is the key. It's the what unlocks all the characteristics. No wonder the other, Jesus didn't ask any other question but when I come, shall I find revelation? When I come, shall I find the bride really being established in the revelation because he knows that with true revelation in our lives the gates of hell cannot prevail against us <laughs> that i'm quoting the prophet here because with the true revelation in our lives in our situations in our daily work the gates of hell cannot prevail against us yes it will come yes you will try to put pressure yes you will come here and there but remember your revelation is your strength your revelation is your victory the same Jesus Christ is still here today. Amen. Amen. 
The gates of hell cannot prevail against that. But we will prevail against, against her. We will prevail over them. No matter what we are going through Laodicea, let me say the bride will prevail. No matter what we hear on the outside, the bride will prevail. Why? Faith is the master of all circumstances. You know, if you have faith, you have is the master of all circumstances. It means it's not getting being surprised by any circumstances that can come up. Why? Because faith is there. Why? Because the word of God still stands. Why? Because God is still the provider. Maybe it's stretch putting us, we heard last time, to the message of brother, brother Andrew. And maybe when it comes, God maybe is trying to put you to a test to try to test our faith. But still, faith is the master of all circumstances. Amen. I'm quoting the prophet here. It is the revelation of God that he will give you authority over the devil. You can't have authority of the devil in your own power. It has to have the revelation of God in our heart. God, give us more revelation. We have heard those things many times, many times. But is it the faith come to the expression where it can meet the challenges of time? God, give us more faith to meet the challenge of our time. God, give us more faith to meet all the difficulties of our time. God, give us faith to give what we have need of in our time. Amen. Because only the revelation of God will give us authority of the devil. Amen. There is nothing of such prevailing power as the revelation of the word of God. Oh, sometimes we belittle too much the revelation that we have. The revelation that we have in the word of God. But how does that revelation come? God gives that revelation. But how does come faith come? It comes by the word of God. You can, you can just make an experience. I don't advise you to do that, but you can make it a quick experience. If you listen too much to negative things, you start doubting. But if you feed more on the word of God, you just feel that you have a special strength that helps you go through certain situations that you couldn't understand how you can go through that situations. Sometimes by God, by his grace, you didn't know that for that day you will be facing certain things. God in the morning drops something inside of you. You reopen the book. You listen the message, it drops you something in your heart, and that thing you put in your heart helps you during that day. What is doing that? God is in control. Sorry for those who are streaming, sometimes I get carrying on. (laughs) Yes. Faith is positive. That's why I don't need any only hope. Because hope is good for a lukewarm believer. Hope is good for politicians. (laughs) Politicians can run on hope. (laughs) Can give hope, hope. Let's hope for the better. Let's hope for the better. Let's hope for the better. Faith is not hope. The message didn't come to give us hope only. It gave us hope. Plus, he gave us faith. Faith is positive. Faith is the assurance. Faith is the, I know that God is in control. Faith is God is the answer to my need. Faith is what is the master of all circumstances. Amen. The church needs something positive, and we have the thing that is positive. Faith is positive. Faith needs no booster outside of the word of God. You can't find any other booster outside. 
strong. As the prophet says, faith has hair on the chest. It speaks and the rest of them shut up. It means when you have the other five senses or even the other five senses of the flesh, the five senses of the mind trying to make you reason, trying to make you think about things, remember faith of God when it is being boosted by the word of God, it, it has to shut up all the other things because faith is their victory. Amen. Symptoms can't even speak at all when real godly faith speaks. It's got to flow. It knows where it's at. It had an experience, the prophet says. That's why I thank God for Malachi 4. He comes to restore the faith, the apostolic faith. He comes to restore not hope. He comes to restore apostolic faith. Amen. The faith of our first father. It is the faith that he was contending for. It is producing perfect faith. It is producing perfect love. I'm going, I'm jumping ahead of my notes here, but we'll come to where the faith of God has to produce perfect love. If Malachi 4 had not come, we would not know what faith is. We'll be thinking imaginations, we'll be thinking, oh no, I have to touch someone's hand, you need, I have to touch a television, you know, you know, I've experienced that, you know, the, 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 the Pentecostals, you, you need to touch the television, you need to touch me when I'm speaking, you need to touch, that's not faith, that's not faith. Malachi comes to tell us that's not faith, it's a conception of faith, but that's not faith. Malachi doesn't bring, Malachi 4 doesn't bring us back to intellectual faith, intellectual faith faith is it helps you to come to a certain level but in order to meet the challenge of the hour you need more than intellectual faith you need rapturing faith you need perfect faith amen but people have a mental conception of faith faith is not a myth it is an it is not an intellectual imagination it is a substance Substance is something that you can hold on to. It is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Oh, Lord, that's what we need. Oh, I don't see it. I don't, I, I, all I see is the, the other things. All I see, the, all I hear is the other things. You don't have to hear any other thing. You have to hear what the word of God is saying. Because we, the faith can, uh, the Holy Spirit feeds only upon the word of God. If you feed on other different things, it's, go, it's not going to boost your faith. Only the word of God has to boost your faith. Amen. Let me say this. If faith is not unconscious yet, I will say maybe this, it has not yet reached the level where it should be. Because real faith has to be unconscious. It has to be part of you. It has to be a reality to you. It has to be your reaction. You know, sometimes when you have, a, you have, you have different people, maybe those who are not believers yet, and they talk to you and they talk to you and... Uh, say different things, but because you have been feeding upon the word of God, all of a sudden your reaction will be different. All is well. Huh? All is well? <laughs> In the midst of this, all is well? Oh, yes, all is well. <laughs> Who's saying that? It's because the word of God says all is well. Faith of God is expressing the word of God. It's not expressing circumstances. It's expressing the word of God. In the midst of trials, all is well. <laughs> Amen. Why? Because it becomes
become unconscious. It, it's part of you. It's part of your nature. It becomes your sixth sense. As, as the other sense, the other sense, my my eyes can tell me. I'm, my eyes. This is this is this is a bottle of water. As I can touch it and I realize it is a bottle. Of, it's a bottle of water. The same thing. Faith has become part of our daily life. I know everything's fine. I know God is in control. I have no fear. I have been trained already to go through the situations like this. God is in control. Amen. Bride of God, as you are in our different houses and those who are here, let's continue to feed upon the word of truth because the power of God has already given us what we have need of in order to go through all challenges that we are facing. What kind of faith? I need to check my time. The statue of the prophet man. Prophet says, the faith doesn't need anything. Faith believes God's word. For faith comes by touching, no. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That anchors it. It's there. And faith, as it is said, has no, has no distance to it. Faith is right now. Faith is here. Now, like it was, faith, faith is here. Like, I like the way it says, faith has no distance. <laughs> you know what, what God is requiring, the faith that we need, is the, the faith that he gave to that Roman, that, that general Roman. You know, Brother Barnum says, that's the faith that was given to the Gentiles. Maybe no situation that we are going in your whole different homes, in different houses. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can't touch, you can't touch the preacher or the preacher can't lay hands on you on today on the situation you are going through. But let remind you, let me remind you the kind of faith that God is giving you is to believe that the word of God is, is already provided the solution to your need. It does not care of the distance. Amen. Look, just say the word of God. Speak the word of God. I can't allow you to come to my house, said that general Roman. I can't allow you to come to my house. But if you only speak the word of God, I know it's going to be answered. Amen. Let God give us that kind of faith. Amen. Oh, praise be to God. Because I believe we still have the power to bind the mamba. We still have the power to bind the mamba. Amen. Second Peter 1 8. It's one thing. The Bible says, if these things be in you, you know what it's talking about. It's talking the seven virtues and then the eighth one. It says, if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But Andrew mentioned last time, uh, if you just allow me to repeat it again. Well, there's one thing to say, yes, I have the faith. It's one thing to say I have the virtue. It's one thing to say I have the knowledge. I have the temperance. I have the patience. I have the godliness. I have the brotherly kindness. 
But the Bible is saying, yes, it's one thing to have them. But the Bible is, is giving us a warning. They have to abound. It's one thing to have them, but they have to abound. And everything you can say, oh, I just have faith. I believe them to a certain level. I have faith. I believe in the message. I believe, I believe this. I believe the situation. But is there abounding? Is it abounding? Is it increasing? Is it every day God is adding more? Is it God, every day God is, uh, is unfolding more? Is it every day that you get yourself established in the present truth? We are living in a time where we have to be established in the present truth. It's not just a little bit of faith, not a little bit of virtue, not a little bit of this. It has to be abounding. It has to be overflowing. It has to be going over our life. It has to be our stream. We have to be immersed in those things. Amen. We have to be baptized in the baptism of love of God. Amen. We have to be baptized in the faith of God. Amen. We have to be established. As I was reading this, to be established is a big word. It means to be founded, to be built, to be settled in a permanent way. To be established in the present truth, it is to be, to be built in. <laughs> to be built in in a permanent way. To be established in a permanent way. As, a, as we look at many different things, it says, is this, is, this, is this your identity? Oh yes, this is my identity. The message is my identity. I've been established in it. It is part of me. It is what I am. I cannot live without the message. It is part of me. It is my establishment. It is where I am staying. It is my dwelling place. It is my place. Amen. That's where we need to grow. Lord, help us to grow. Amen. Help us to grow more and more in things. Because otherwise, you become barren, the Bible says. You can become barren. You can become unfruitful. Spiritually, a barren, you know what it means? It means you don't have any influence on others. If you, if you just have, oh, I just have a little bit of this, a little bit of this. Every, you can find a little bit of this everywhere. As Brother Barnum is preaching, even the statue of the perfect man says, some people have those virtues by nature. They're just born with those nature. They're just patient by nature. Oh, that person is just a good man. He's just a good man. Oh, I, I, I believe he can be saved. I, he's just so nice. But that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. It's not just because he has that naturally. But is it a boundary? Can he face the challenge of the time we are going through? It needs more than just natural. It means more than just being born in the message. Or I've been born. I'm kind because I've been born in the message. I don't know nothing else because I only, what I know is, has been always true. It has been displayed to me so much that my life is just reflecting what has been displayed to me so much through my life. We praise God for that. But it has to go deeper. It has to be your establishment. It has to be part of you. It has to be overflowing. It has to become, it has to come out of the new birth. It has to start by the new birth. It has to start by the personal revelation of God. It is the faith that you have in the word of God that has to produce that. If you had it already naturally, now the faith of God has to make it overflow. Amen. That's what we need, church. And each personal pyramid, each individual pyramid, we want it to be established. We want every virtue in each personal individual to be established. If you listen to the message of the statue of the perfect man, but I don't know if we're really in the same channel. <laughs> Thank God for that. So, uh, uh, I didn't want to skip it too. So I said, okay. The, 
Church of God, you might listen it second two times. <laughs> Maybe God has a purpose why you have to listen two times. <laughs> if you listen to the message, this message addressed to the saints, those who have escaped last for money, last for big things, last for popularity, those things are dead to the believer. Is that, that's what this, 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 this epistle in this chapter is addressing to. Why I'm quoting that is because to show that it's addressing it to the people who have, who have a foundation, who, have, who know something, who, 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 are, who have left something, who have left something, but now it's bringing them to the point where it has to abound. It has to become more than what you think you have. It must, it must not just come to the attitude of saying, I have it, it's enough, I heard it. Oh, Lord, you know I'm a pure and everything. That's not it, Lord. Every day, Lord, give me more. Every day, Lord, I want to know you more. Every day, Lord, I want to learn from you more. Every day, let the anointing increase my faith. Let the anointing bring me closer to you. Amen. Amen. Yes, you have to be born again. Born again to produce, listen to what the prophet says. You've got to be born again. And born again to produce his faith. Then after you get faith, this right here, faith, F-A-I-T-H, then you're just in a position of growing. So once you have the faith of God, you are now, so you have the new birth, you have a personal revelation, now you are just in a position of growing. It's not a position that says, oh, I've reached it and everything. No, in our age, in our time where the prophet comes and preach a message of personal pyramid in each individual, it's just a starting point. You now need to start growing until you come to the manifestation of a son and a daughter of God. Amen. It's just a position of starting growing. It means that the faith of justification is, is, just, is just a foundation faith. The faith of the faith, let, right, I'm not saying correctly. The faith of justification is not yet, is not yet rather the foundation Peter is talking about. Why? Because the foundation to grow on has to be the faith that has been produced by the new birth. The faith of justification, it's good, it's important, but it's not yet the foundation that he's talking about. The faith of sanctification is important, it's good, but it's not yet the foundation is talking about. The foundation is talking about has to come from the new birth because the new birth has to produce that faith and it produces the foundation where you can start building on. Why? Because you're just in the position of growing. I'll quote again the prophet says, A lot of people go up to the altar and pray and say, Lord, forgive me. And a great experience of sanctification come upon them and things. Then you have a great time and go up to the altar shouting. You go back say, bless God, I got it. No. You just started to a place where you can grow. You ain't done nothing yet, See? The only thing you've done is just lay the foundation. Now you are going to build a house and you pour the foundation. Amen. 
Now let me say this. If there's a foundation, what is growing on top of it? It says, the faith that grows, what is producing? When it's growing, then, this is in my notes, no prophet, then it produces virtue. But let me say this. When it produces virtue, it's not. You put a foundation. I'll try to be a little bit strident here. You put a foundation there. Then you took something, a virtue from outside, and then you put that virtue on top of the foundation. That's not the illustration. No. The way I think it is, and I believe it is, it is that faith that is a foundation. The more you keep feeding upon the word of God, the more you're staying in that channel, the more you stay in that channel, that faith produces virtue that you need to go in order to overcome. It is the same faith that produces that virtue in order to overcome. Otherwise, where will come that virtue? It's not coming from outside. It comes from the Word of God. Everything that's already been provided in the Word of God, as you feed more upon that, then it comes out of the Word of God. The prophet quotes, The spiritual man growing needs something to eat on. That's the word of God. I believe every word of it. God has a table spread where the saints of God are fed. Invite his chosen people, come and dine. When his manna, he does feed his supplies on our every need. It's sweet to sup with Jesus all the time. In this time that we have a little bit more time in our houses, it's the time to feed on the word of God. To store our soul, to store our soul with more of the word of God as never before. It's time really we, we, we don't try to belittle or try to say like we have said it many times enough. But let it be part of us. Let me read it more and more. Let me stay in the meditation. Not just put it as a background noise. But Lord, let, I want to hear more of the word of God. Because in times life needs that's where the word of God has to be made manifest. Yeah. You plant it. The Bible says... 1 John 3, 9. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him. He cannot sin because he's born of God. The emphasis I'm trying to put here, church of God, is the seed is remaining in the one is born of God. The one is born of God, the seed of God remaineth in him. Amen. It's the same thing that we can relate to. To Psalm 1, it says, Blessed is the man that waketh not, walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, which so already doth shall prosper." How it cannot be with her because it's planted near the water where it's flowing. The word of God is flowing all the time, all the time, being overflown, abiding in it. Let it overflow, not just a little bit. Oh, I believe one time, I heard it one time and I put it aside. No, stay in it. Let it be overflowing. That's how that leaf can stay still flourishing. It cannot wither because you, that seed that has been planted in it, you have given you a foundation and you have to grow until you reach the stature of the perfect man. Praise be to God. Amen. That's where we have been planted by the river of the word of God. Amen. Otherwise, if there is nothing, 
As a prophet put it, I like the way he put it. If there is nothing, someone comes and tries to draw virtue out of you, it will be insufficient fun. <laughs> because there's nothing to draw from you. There's nothing for you. Someone calls you and he talks to you. You'll say, did you hear this? Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Why can't you talk to me about the word of God? <laughs> insufficient fun. <laughs> no virtue to help another believer. <laughs> Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, in this time of the coming of the Son of Man, what is the growth position of my faith? Is my faith grown to the point of the supreme knowledge? Is it just at the point of, of, of virtue? Is it come to the supreme knowledge? Is my faith grown to the point where it has produced, it has produced godliness? Is my faith grown to the point where it has produced brotherly love? Is my faith grown to the point where it has produced divine love? Where are you in that stage? Where are you in that stage? Not then we are not talking about the natural things. It's in you when you see your own position, where you used to be, now where you are and where you want to be. Lord, where am I in all this? It's not, Lord, I have to add something from the outside. Lord, as I'm feeding upon the word of God, where the faith of God is producing in my life. That's what we need. Because without perfect love, no one can go on the other side. Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. Amen. When the Son of Man cometh, will he find faith? Faith has has to hold on every scripture, every word of God. Faith believes that he has said, I will be with you even in you to the end of the world. Challenges will come along the way, as he said last time, but this promise will never fail. The works that I do shall you do also. He said, I'm the vine and you are the branches. And the branch only lives by the life of the vine. Whatever it is, the vine comes out through the branch glory. Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. It produces the life of Jesus Christ. Amen. Knowledge, not worldly, it reasons. Any kind of worldly knowledge reasons. By the faith is no reasoning. It means if the, if the God is talking about what he gives you, that no, when faith produces that knowledge, that knowledge is not there to make you reason about the word of God. That knowledge is come there, it, mean, it means you understand what the word of God is saying. It becomes clearer to you what the word of God is saying. You see the way God says. You don't try to reason. You add that to the faith. Faith produces that. God reveals to you a certain thing that is going to happen. Every scientist in the world could tell you it's contrary. It could not happen. You believe it. The needs that have been addressed this morning, let me tell you, whatever science is telling, yes, you follow some principles, you follow some principles that you know, but when it goes beyond the word of God, you take the knowledge of the the world, you put it aside, you rely on the faith of God. Where science is stopped, let the faith of God go beyond. We are not living only under the five senses, we have another sense that is beyond the five senses. It is the sense of faith. As real as our five senses here can feel other things, let the faith inside feel the other thing. Amen. Amen. You believe it anyhow. See, yes, sir. It doesn't reason. The Bible said, we cast down reasons. We don't reason with faith. Faith has no reasoning. Faith knows where it is. Faith acts. 
Faith holds on it. It can't move. Nothing can move it. I don't care whatever says this or the other. It doesn't move a bit. It stays right there. Wait, wait, wait. Don't make any difference. It stays right there. Amen. Oh, I don't I want to have time to go through temperance, patience, godliness, or different things. But what do you say about faith expressed in Bible temperance? That means how you control your tongue, not to be a tattler, how to control your temper, not fly off every type. Every time anybody speaks cross to you, then we wonder why God is not in his church doing miracles and things that they used to do. When you read this, you might think, but, but, but for miracles, I need, I need faith. I need just the faith that will speak to them and produce the miracles and all different things. But one says, no. How is the temper, how is the God's temper? Is the faith that you have has already produced the temper that controls your mouth, that controls your, the temperance rather, the temperance that controls your temper, that controls your mouth, that controls the way you speak. That's the kind of faith that shall, that shall produce miracles. How sometimes we have, like I said at the beginning, if we didn't have Malachi 4, we would have a misconception of faith. But we thank God for Malachi 4 to tell us what kind of faith the Son of Man is looking for. He's not looking for a myth. He's looking for a reality. He's looking for the faith of God that has been produced, that has been expressed. Amen. Works is faith of God expressed. We're not looking for works to be put on. We are looking for the faith of God to express itself as well. Amen. Oh, praise be to God. What kind of faith? If you've got real, genuine faith, if you'll have real, genuine patience, if you have, if you got real general faith, you'll have real genuine patience because faith worketh patience. Once again, from that principle, you are not building something from the outside. Is the faith that has to work of patience? How? Because the Bible says, and brother, brother mentioned last time, in the trying of our faith work of patience. That, oh, you ask God, give me more patience. Give me more patience. God is giving you more trials. A little bit of trial because He's working on your faith. He's working on your revelation. He's working on that foundation. And as he's working on that, when it produces patience, then God says, yeah, your faith now has produced patience. That's what I need from you, amen. As you are growing and as we come to the, stage of, to the stage of the perfect man, let the faith, as you are feeding upon the word of God, produce the patience that you have need of, amen. 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 Noah had patience. He had to wait for 120 years, preaching the same message all the time, preaching the message all the time. It, it shall rain, it shall rain, it shall rain. And one time it rained. <laughs> Let me tell you, we are preaching the same message all the time. One time there will be a rapture. One time there will be a resurrection. Let me tell you, it will happen one time. <laughs> We are there waiting patiently for that to be fulfilled, but we are not waiting for Los Angeles to fall down and then we start looking for that faith, for that patience. God is already working in us as we are waiting upon that to be fulfilled. Amen. Amen. I, think I, was, I think I was sharing with one of my brothers saying, you know, think about the rapture. It's going to be like the world the way it is now. 
Just wake up in the morning, you hear from the news that there is no virus nowhere in the world. How people will, will go out and uh, start rejoicing and everything because now they're under pressure and everything. But just imagine between six and nine, they tell you, you know, there is no virus anywhere. People will go to the mall and everything. But we are, not, we are not looking for that. We are looking for that morning when they will tell us, you know, there is no sickness anymore. You don't have to worry about this anymore. You don't have to worry about this. Come, my little children. This is your house. Amen. All the worries set aside. That's where I'm looking for. Amen. Amen. But as they were waiting on it, let's be in the ark. As Noah was in the ark. Let's read Matthew 24 because it's relating Noah to our day. Matthew 24, 36. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, nor the angel of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the day that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving the marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall be two in the field, the one that shall be taken, the one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken, the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour the Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief will come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think, not the Son of Man cometh. So then, oh, church of God, we need to be ready. Can't rely again on uh, someone else's experience, someone else this, someone else. We can't even rely on oh, today. Today we, we are praying that this open. Like I said at the beginning, I'm longing for the time where we can be together again because we need one another. We need one another more than before. But let me tell you, you can't only you can we can't even rely that on the fact that oh I'm just under the cover of a church. The church now is individual. The church now is houses. The church even deeper in each houses. The church now is each in. Individual. Lord, where is my statues? Where is my pyramid? Are you cutting my pyramid? Is, is the love of God upon my pyramid? Am I the sanctuary of God? God, make me a sanctuary. As a personal relationship, make me a sanctuary. The more I'm stronger, the more our church is stronger. Our needs that are being brought here depends completely on each individual separately. Each individual praying. Each individual staying in relationship with God. Oh, God, help us to come to that level. For who then is faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord had made ruler over his household, give them meat in due season? Oh, I really enjoyed the service on Wednesday. That's what he was talking about. Each house, each ruler of each household, are you giving the meat in due season? 
Are you really taking care of your house? Are you taking care? Are you making sure that you are feeding upon the word of God? Because that part of what Noah is doing for his own house, that part of what our house, each house has to be, are you giving them meat in due season? Meat in due season, it is the word of truth. Spiritual food in due season, the word of God. Amen. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find so doing. Very I say unto you, then he shall make him ruler over all his good. As you are feeding upon the word of God, God has promised blessings. Amen. Remember, in the, I've said it many times. Remember in the time of, 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 of David when the ark was in the house of Obededom? As the ark was the house of Obededom, all his household prospered. Let me tell you, as the word of God is being pronounced, the word of God is being proclaimed in each houses, each house will be prospering. The angel of the Lord are in each house. This is the word for our time. This is due season. This is food for due season. Amen. This is our house. Amen. Praise be to God. Let this house be clean and sanctified, putting away every strange God's Gods of destruction, gods of uh, different things, put all gods of, of, of uh, games are different things, put the word of God, amen. I was thinking about it. Sometimes you can be confined in a home, but that home is connected to the whole world and taking garbage from the whole world. Let me tell you, let his house stays and feed more on the word of God than the garbage of the whole world, amen. Let's be connected to the other one. <laughs> let us be connected to the kingdom of God. Praise be to God. I'll go to the brother candidate just to save time. Oh, I think I started a little bit earlier, but I, give me. I won't take you long. I'll just. Uh, <laughs> are you okay with me so far? Just uh, give me a few minutes here. I'll, I'll close. Let's spread that thought so it will be quicker to close. But the says, adding brotherly kindness, all right. When we get to that brotherly kindness, put yourself in his place on the matter. My brother sinned against me, said Peter. Shall I forgive him? He said seven times a day. He said seven times seven. As you notice here, as the faith is producing, is producing all those virtues, the more is coming to the top there, I believe, the prophet is talking more, the faith of God is producing all those virtues. If you listen to the, to the message, the perfect faith, you'll see that what he's describing at the top there, it's actually describing perfect faith. It's describing a perfect faith that is based upon, 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 upon forgiveness. Faith of God is based upon the word of God. Faith of God is based upon forgiveness. As you go more on the top, the more you are becoming, you are expressing the perfect faith of God. Is the word of God, is the faith of God being expressed, it's becoming perfect, it's becoming more and more. God is working on that faith of God to become a reality, amen. Let me tell you, faith is based upon the word of God. I will try to, 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 to qualify with the quote of Brother Balaam here. The prophet will start describing perfect faith in the perfect message. You realize that he's also describing the perfect love of God. He will talk about faith removing fear. And we know that perfect love casts out all fear. 
birth of God is, is based upon forgiveness. If you can't, you can't forgive someone really unless you have the true brotherly kindness. You can't really cast all fear unless you have the real perfect love of God. Where can you find the perfect love of God? It can only be found in the bride. It can only be found in the message of God. It can only be found in the capstone. Amen. The capstone is coming to make the faith of God perfect. Amen. The faith as you're feeding upon the word of God, that faith is becoming more perfect. That's why the prophet in that message will talk about perfect faith in the perfect word. We have received the perfect word. Now we need the perfect faith of God. As you go into the message of the hour, you realize that the perfect faith is actually the capstone. Amen. In 1 Corinthians 13, he will say, Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, it means, and I have no charity, I am become a sounding brass and tinkle cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all the mysteries and all knowledge, it's, knowledge is part, is part of, the, of that pyramid, is part of that virtue. But if it doesn't have the perfect love of God, it profiteth nothing. It means you have reached one level, but the capstone is not yet there. Amen. Though I have it, I have nothing. And it continues. Though I have all faith, it means I have all faith. Yes, but I have the foundation. But that foundation, has it come to the level where the capstone can come to it? Amen? Yeah. <laughs> Even though I have all faith so that I can remove all mountains and I have no charity, I am nothing. Yeah. And though I bestow, I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, it means godliness, brotherly love. What can be better than brotherly love to give all your goods to everybody? Some people are becoming heroes because they give all the goods yeah, to everybody. But yes, that's what, oh, if you give me all your goods, I'll be happy. <laughs> but but that it's more than that. It has to come with the perfect faith of God, the perfect love of God, rather. And though I give my body to be burned, but I love again, have no charity, it, prefer, it profiteth me nothing. Brothers and sisters, oh, how I thank the message of God. Because we have received the perfect word, amen. The capstone, the headstone, amen. The faith of Luther can't produce what we have. Say the beginning. The faith of Luther can't produce what we have. The faith of Wesley can't produce what we have. The faith of Pentecost can't produce what we have. We have not only received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we have received the person of the Holy Ghost. We have received the person of the Holy Ghost himself. Let me tell you even this, I'll say this. We have not received the faith of William Marion Branham. We have not received the faith of the seventh messenger. We have received and we must receive rapturing faith, which is the faith of the Son of Man. Yeah. As the prophet himself says, as I was reading this, just put one note here. As I was searching there, where the prophet says that, where the prophet asked that question, will I find faith? Will I find faith? Maybe I skip it, maybe I didn't see it, but I'm, I'm saying with reverence. But I didn't see him asking that question after 1963. He didn't ask that question anymore. He only read that question as he was speaking in the anointing of the end times. And he, he, he read the scripture. And he, he, as he's reading, he's asked that question. I was wondering, why, why, Lord? Why, Lord? 
Maybe we have already received the revelation of the Son of Man. Now we need just to grow into that to become more real. I'm not putting aside that we have to see him physically. Don't take me wrong. But let them say, God, is God telling us, Lord, is, is it the faith there? As you are eating the word of God, is it producing the faith now? I'm not asking for something. Will I have faith in the future? Is, are you having faith now as the Son of God is speaking to you through the word of the hour? Are you having the faith of God now? Don't put it in the future. Are you having that faith today? Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. But the bride, I believe, by God's grace, will answer, Lord, by your grace, I will have that faith. By your grace, you'll find that faith. I wasn't the one that appeared down on the river. I was only standing there when he appeared. I'm not the one that performs these things and foretells these things that happen as perfect they are. I'm only one that's near when he does. I was only a voice that he used to say it. It wasn't what I knew. It's what I just surrendered myself to that he spoke through. It isn't me. It wasn't the seventh angel. Oh, no. It was the manifestation of the Son of Man. It wasn't the angel, his message it was the mystery that God unfolded. It's not a man, it's God. The angel was not the son of man. He was the messenger from the son of man. The son of man is Christ. Is the one that you are feeding on. You're not feeding on a man. A man, his words will fail, but you are feeding on the unfailing body word of the son of man. If you haven't fed fully on every word, give yourself strength to fly above all these domination things of the world. Will you at this time, while we pray, will you at this time now feed upon the word of God that you will give you strength to fly above all the denominations and the things of the world? As I was debating upon the subject this morning, why can't you talk about to people about how to be strong in the word, how to... How, the things that they're, that they're struggling with at home, the virus and the different things. I just thought, the word of God is the one that has to give strength. Amen. I can try to part you and that things, but the word of God that what we are feeding on, I just encourage you to keep feeding upon the word of truth. It will give you strength to go every a challenge. Amen. Musicians can come. Just want to more to say, but just want to. It'd be hard to go on the teaching for a long time. What we need is the love of God in our heart, because the Word of God casts out the fear of the of the virus, because the Word of God is God Himself. We are in the age of the perfection. We have received the message that produced perfect love. Listen to the promise that God gives. Romans 8, 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Amen. Shall it be tribu tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Amen. Amen. If the saint of old had a good report, 
and I didn't reach the perfection, how much more the bride of the last age, we has received the faith of God to bring us to the full perfection, shall we have the good report? Fear not, bride. Shalom to the bride. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Do you love him? Oh, praise be to God. You can just play the music. Singing has been forbidden, but just play the music. Just beyond the veil. <laughs>